Dear friends, I am so honoured and blessed today to be chatting with a fellow Welshman, Kirk Morgan, who has a background in exercise and human physiology, health and exercise in the community, and a business focused on organic multi-formula products for treating various health conditions called key health nutrients. Welcome, Kirk, to Wellness Spring. I'm so grateful for our communal friend, Lee Noble, for connecting us. Yes, good morning, Beverly, or good evening, depending on what time it is where you are. Um, lovely to meet you, and thank you, Lee, for joining us. Yeah, thank you. And, um, yeah, it's so lovely and refreshing to hear your beautiful Welsh accent. Um <laughs> Can you tell us more about your journey from being a two-time graduate with honours to your extensive experience in teaching and your venture into the health industry with Key Health Nutrients? Um, yes, yeah, certainly. I've got to go back quite a bit in time, mind, to do so. Um, so it all started as a young boy um, growing up in Merthyr Tidville, which was quite an adventurous town to grow up in, as you should be aware of, um, being a Welsh girl. Quite notorious <laughs> back in the day. You had to either be a boxer or some sort of martial artist to survive in Merthyr Tidville. So like most young kids, I started off in that, that genre. Um, got into a little bit of weight training, because like a young man, a uh, bit of ego-driven, you want to put a bit of muscle on. Um, but I realised... I, I loved what what the human body could do. Um, I called it a light bulb moment. So I started looking into the, out, there was a lot of magazines around, a lot of information out there, but I've always had this ability, if that doesn't sound egotistical, to interpret things differently, to look at things that, that no other person would look at. Um, so I decided that I wanted to go into coaching. Um, so I looked at what coaching would, the, you know, what coaching entailed at the time, um, what some coaches were doing. I thought, well, you're all looking at, like Olympic coaches, just to give you an example, you're looking at getting an athlete into shape and four years' time getting him a gold or silver or bronze medal, if possible. So I followed what they were doing, and I thought, well, there's a lot more to coaching. If you were looking at these cycles of um, macro cycles, you know, where you train them for this, and then uh, mini cycles, and then you get them in peak shape, I thought, what goes on in them four years? When you know, What does the body divert its energy to during a given day? So uh, I started looking the opposite way which is what what does the body divert its energy to? You know, have you got an illness or anything? So how much energy would that take away from your goal if there was something going wrong in the body? And that was my second light bulb moment. So I started looking at that and started realizing toxicity at the cellular level. I started um, researching the cells and I, I, I put a link together, which led me to where I am today now, um, 42 years on, um, realizing that, in my belief, in my personal opinion, illness is a symptom of either nutrient deficiency, which means that you haven't got the actual medicines from the food you're eating to deal with the toxicity that gets into the body, or toxic insult, overaccumulation of toxins. Um, and the two together cause a third imbalance, what I call the constant horizon, which is um, stress-related response in the body. And when you've got them three and they're not checked, they can de decline the body over a period of time. So I was looking at all them things um, and removing them from the body so that the body could basically concentrate on the performance of the athlete. So if it done a certain exercise in one day, it didn't have to wait a period of days to get rid of all the toxins or whatever. It could just deal with the effects of that exercise. But I never got to, on to becoming a coach because I started studying illness and then treating people. And that's become... 
um, it's still a passion now, a thriving passion. I don't go to bed. I'm always researching. You know, it's like a, a <laughs> it's like a scene crime, a crime scene in my house. You know, when I'm writing all these papers down, and I'm wide awake thinking, right, I can do this, and that takes me to that. And here I am today. Wow, brilliant! And it's great that you looked outside the box, you know, yeah. differently to what other people were doing. So that really um, set you aside from other businesses, and. Um, I guess um, who, because you're so passionate about health and well-being, um, is that why you decided to um, start your organic, plant-based, multi-formula product line? Um, yes, partly, um, obviously, because I'd always done the personal training, always done the teaching, uh, but I think uh, COVID come along, um, yeah. and as you know, the world went into lockdown, and I, they were. First thing I noticed, because of my 40 years experience, um, was when they said about this virus, I thought, hold on a minute. Technically or legally, if they've done the research, viruses don't exist. They've never been clinically proven to exist. Um, and a virus is just a, you know, a word for toxin. So I, I got my back up against that. So I started doing small blogs telling people, look, don't be fooled into what you're thinking about this, because um, I know about the body. I'm going to give you a different turn on the body. So I started doing videos. I think there's about 200 of them I've done in total about the physiology of the body, exosomes, what, what they reckon a virus was, where they could find out the real research on viruses. And then I noticed that there was a lot of things that um, when the vaccine came out, again, from an exercise physiologist or a physiology point of view, that were doing the opposite in the body, taking things away from the immune system instead of adding things to the immune system. So I realized, in my opinion, as and so I started uh, by request, people saying, can you treat me with this? Can you treat me with that? I need to alkalize my body. So I thought, right, well, I got some great people behind me. I got some great contacts and we formulated these products. Um, like I said, they're multi-nutrient, synergistic products, um, natural food products, nothing synthetic in them whatsoever. And started putting them together for specific ailments in the body. Now, that was only done on Facebook, um, but I had a, a thing of um, trust pilots saying they'd never seen, um, it was quite uncommon to see the amount of five-star reviews I was getting. Usually you get a fluctuation between one and whatever. I think I only had one four-star um, review, and I know that was wow. off a good friend of mine. <laughs> but to this day, we've only had five stars, you know, and that's only on Facebook. So it wasn't about, um, like, you've got these big companies. For me, it was just about the people. If it didn't get any bigger than what it was, I was happy to do it because I was doing what I actually loved to do, you know. And it's just grown to the point. We, we've now uh, come up to, well, just gone our second year of September, just gone now. It's not massive by a long chalk, but we're making inroads, you know, but the reputation is good. Yeah, well, quite a few of my friends from Bridgend have told me about your products and um, they they said, oh, my God, you, you've got to share the chat, you know. Yeah. And um, you talked about stress because we, we have been through two years of stress and yeah. a lot of people have um, lost the way of life as it was for them. You know, people have had to reinvent themselves yeah. and you know, maybe they haven't got the job that they had before and so forth. It's like yeah. myself, you know, I was doing events, live events, and that wasn't possible. And then we came out to Australia and got caught in both countries with many lockdowns. So, yeah. you know, that's why I started doing these podcasts online and chatting with um, great people like yourself. But, you know, there's so much stress. Um, maybe... Yeah. 
you could let me know or let the audience know um, what do your products do to help people with stress and what type of um, stress ailments are you treating at the moment? Um, right. Well, I'd have to explain a little bit on stress and how it works in the body um, yeah. from a physiological point of view for them to understand what the products are uh, going to do. Uh, so basically, yeah. stress, the body doesn't doesn't know what stress you're going through, just feels the stress, you know. So whether it's a bereavement, a divorce, um, you're worried about financial um, situations or whatever, you're going to a stress state, okay? Um, and they've got two systems in the body. You've got lots of systems, but two systems work together. Um, I call them cousin systems. You've got what they call the parasympathetic nervous system and the sympathetic nervous system. So you've got fight or flight and rest and digest. Now, obviously, when you've got stress hormone, when you've got stress, you produce stress hormones, and the usual culprit is cortisol. It's got a necessary role in the body. Um, it's vital to your body as well because it deals with inflammation under normal conditions. So any hormone in the body will perform a role and then go back to normal. It shouldn't stay elevated. Now, the problem with stress is when you're producing stress hormones and you're continuously producing them, it becomes chronic in the body, and that stress hormone stays elevated and doesn't come down to baseline. So a few of the things you find with cortisol, once you've got elevated cortisol, you're in fight or flight. Okay, so the body got to deal with stress because it's life-threatening. So it gives priority over that hormone to all the other hormones. Now, once you're in fight or flight, the other system, the parasympathetic nervous system, which is called rest and digest, you can't go into because they can't work at the same time. This is why when you've got a stress hormone, you feel anxious, you're nervous and you're not angry. Well, you can imagine elevated cortisol over a period of even a month where you're not eating, you're not sleeping, and you're, you're not digesting your food. Obviously, the, the lack of digestion and nutrients is fundamental because them nutrients need to be converted into the medicinal forms in the body that deal with illnesses. And all this goes on oblivious to what we do. You know, your body's so clever at doing it. So a few of the things, which is one of the, um, the quizzes I give to Lee, because Lee's doing a course now. So I give Lee a little example about to break a subject down. So when you look at cortisol, it's a flight to flight hormone. So it's an high energy hormone. So it demands a lot of sugar. So when you look at that alone, sugar is the main fuel source for cortisol to keep it elevated, which you, you're craving sugar all the time while you're in this state of stress. Okay. Sugar, when mm. it's metabolized in the cell, when it's broken down for the energy side of the cell for producing energy for you, is acidic by nature. So now you're acidifying the cells. Okay. So acidic cells will die rapidly. Okay. This is why we've seen a lot of illnesses, chronic fatigue, fibromyalgia because the cells are no longer alkaline. Now, most of the bad pathogenic bacteria that reside in the body, like Streptococcus, E. coli, they sugar cravers. So the more sugar you are eating because you're under stress, the more you feed in the pathogenic bacteria. And obviously they signal the brain because people say, well, I'm craving sugar all the time. It's not actually you, it's the bacteria sending signals to the brain, feed me sugar. So you've got all this going on just because of cortisol. Now, it's easy to say to somebody, try to meditate or try to relax or do some form of exercise, it's easier said than done. So what we try to do with Key Health Nutrients is look at ways of using adaptogens, which are natural herbal products like ginseng, ashwagandha, that help the body absorb the cortisol. So it doesn't do so much damage at the cellular level. So while people are trying to get over the stress or deal with it or implement things that can help them to cope with it, we're helping that cortisol be mopped up at the cellular level. And that's what these products do, you know, with great success, if I can give you a thumbs up on that. Yeah, well, um, I think it's wonderful that they're plant-based because as a 
I've been plant-based now for over 30 years, and it's very difficult um, a lot of the time to find supplements that yeah. I'm able to consume. But, um, you know, going back to um, your products, um, how would you, how, by using, for a person taking your products, how would they approach um, issues like anxiety, stress, depression, any mental health sort of issue? Well, the first thing that we do, like we know that stress will cause one effect in the body and then another effect and it spirals down. So we never mm -hmm. tend to look at all the myriad of effects that have accumulated from the body, like fibromyalgia, the aching in different tissues. We just know that that's cortisol driven because it's stress related and the fact that sugars mm -hmm. acidifying the cells. So we look at products that alkalize the body first. We introduce alkalization um, because you've got, um, you've heard of the pH balance in the body, yeah? pH yeah. balance is a scale of 0 to 14 that measures 7 being neutral. So anything below 7 is acidic and everything above 7 is alkaline. So your blood has got a, a pH level of 7.35 and it's probably the most guarded part of the body because any drop in that level um, is called a logarithmic scale. So if you go down from 7.35 to 6.35, that's a drop of 10. Okay, so if you go down from 6.35 to 5, that's a drop of 100. So you can see now 100 times more acidity in the blood just with two drops in that level, you're probably going to die within a couple of weeks. You know, it's acidosis. You can't live in that environment. So this is why we, we need to get people alkaline. And, and then we give them adaptogens like ginseng, ashwagandha, and all the herbs that go with that, that allow them to calm themselves down and rebalance the hormones. Because remember, when you've got elevated cortisol, it suppresses all the other hormones because it's having favor from the body. <clears throat> Excuse me. So we introduce a balance of products depending on what the client is. You know, so we always consult with the client. Usually, I take them over a period of three to six months, never usually longer than that, um, because in the there's nothing magic in what I do. It's just what I find with a lot of clients or people, uh, it's a lack of nutrients in the first place. I'm only giving them what the body needs to do, the work that the body will do if it's got the food. I always tell someone that when they got sick, up until the point that they got sick, everything that they needed to prevent that sickness was there. So whatever's missing, if doctors, for example, were to map everything in the blood, every enzyme, every vitamin um, and cofactor over six months, they could look at that chart and pinpoint if when an illness occurs, what's declined, you know, but they don't do it. Um, which mm. is quite frustrating. So I'm working on that as well, you know. So it's just a balance of combinations of alkalizing the body because we know the true health exists when the body's alkaline. So that's the first step we take, you know, getting that, that pH level in the blood and getting the sugar reduced in the body because that's acidifying the cells. It's stopping the cellular function, um, what they call cellular respiration, because your cells respirate and they give off a certain amount of energy and they should be able to do that at 100%. So any impedation of that, anything that impedes that process slows the function of the cell down and the body automatically compensates by shutting systems down to compensate for the lack of energy. So um, there's a lot of links joined to it and a lot of decline that occurs. But for me, it's great because I've done it 40 years. When I'm trying to teach a patient, I've got to explain it a little bit more layman's terms over six weeks. But we guide them with the products. We've got products to deal with each of them occurrences in the body, you know. Right. Wow. Um can you talk us through a typical consultation with you? Because obviously with your extensive um, background with health and exercise and, you know, how important is physical activity yeah. to the holistic approach? Well, it's very important. But what you find is um, 
I try I try to get um, my patients to a certain level of, of health first before we add physical activity, because obviously physical activity is another form of stress. It's a good stress when applied yeah. properly, but it's still a stress. So what I call that when somebody's already stressed is adding stress on top of stress. We want to avoid that um, if we can. So usually a consultation entails their age, their details, their eating patterns, sleeping patterns, work environment, uh, toxic exposure. So the products they use, the product, the water they drink, the food they consume, whether it's processed, um, whether they eat uh, sufficiently, because I get that quite a lot, that people are eating good, clean foods. But there's a difference between, between eating clean foods and eating sufficiently to keep the body. Now, because, like you said about green food being hard to find these days, we're inundated with toxins everywhere and they're accumulating massively every day. So that inundation has to be kept in check. So that means that nutrients have to be sufficient. So I deal with patients with that. We look at um, any any genetic history, uh, which is a bit more in depth, but usually it's a form of, to it's a form of to uh, toxicology somewhere along the lines, even in the, in the parents' gene lines, you know, that's passed on. But that's a different subject. Mm. It's too in depth to explain you, Beverly. Um, so that's what we look at. We take all that into consideration. We take, um, we never take financial cost in because it's, my, my products are, I believe, the cheapest, cheapest anyway, you know. So they're always mm. affordable. This is why they're multi-nutrients. This is why um, I give you an, an ashwagandha. I think it's like 17 other product, ginseng in there, licorice in there, beetroot, everything's in this product. Mm. All stuff that I know works with ashwagandha to help support lowering cortisol. So, and then mm. we formulate a program and over the period of months then, um, and usually the, there's no charge for this program. You know, people buy the products. Wow. I, all, my, all my advice is usually free. Um, I do charge on some occasions for certain things. I'm running a masterclass at the moment, but it's only $5.99 a month for a full years. What I take you from the body, every system, our illness occurs, you know, to treat it, you know. And we're doing shorter masterclasses at the moment, which are illness specific. Although you can follow the main one and get well, some people want to deal with the illness straight away, you know. So we wow, do that's that. amazing, Kirk. And um, sorry to cut you off, but with the masterclasses for, you said it's already started. If yeah. people wanted to join, have you got recordings of the classes that they've missed? Um, yes, everything's yeah. there. What you get, you get um, uh, a PDF. So it's usually around four to yeah. 5,000 words. Some of them a little bit shorter, some of them a lot longer. You know, I spend a lot of time writing them out on that specific subject. And I send you a video blog every week. Sometimes every two weeks because they've broken down into two parts. Um, mm -hmm. And then we go through the entire body, you know, the bacteria, the gut, the digestive, everything that needs to be in place for your body to work as your body should. Um, because going back to good green food again, a lot of people say, I'm eating clean, Kirk, I'm doing this. But it doesn't mean that the gut bacteria, which are 80% of your immune system, are actually present because they can be wiped mm -hmm. out for up to two years with one course of antibiotics or, or greatly diminished. So that doesn't mean a certain nutrient from the food you're eating because nutrients are just nutrients in the food. They have to become live and activated. And that depends on the gut microbiome, you know, the gut bacteria. So we mm. look at the, the digestive process, making sure you digest in the food first, making sure that the gut bacteria are present, making sure that the blood is capable of delivering it, making that the cells have the right permeability to absorb it. And all these things have to be put together for the body to work optimally. So we take you through that full journey over the course of a year uh, for five ninety nine wow. a month. It's yeah. amazing because I've listened to quite a few of your talks and you're incredible oh, with you. all the well-researched information, you know, that you're giving to people. And as you said, you're continually ongoing. You mentioned quite a few health issues there, and I know a few are a big problem. In your opinion, 
how how are people um coping with that um again well poor sleep obviously going back to stress hormone you've got the rest mm -hmm. and digest the opposite side of it so as the name implies you can't rest when you get elevated cortisol um so cortisol yeah. is a morning hormone it, it's usually it's there present in the morning to elevate the artery to bring you around from sleep but of course it mm -hmm. doesn't go down during the day because of the stressful situation so it's there when you're present now the negative side of that in the night, the purpose, one of the purposes of sleep is when you go into what they call uh, deep sleep or rapid eye movement, REM, that usually lasts for about 45 minutes. And, and it, it happens about an hour after you go to sleep. You go into deep sleep dream state. Now, during mm. that, that sleep, if, you've had, if you're in dream state, your body will release growth hormone. Okay, It's one of the major hormones. It's the hormone that got you from being a little baby to the size you are now. And that hormone diminishes with age every decade, um, other than the fact that you can stimulate it with various exercise techniques. But the purpose of that hormone during sleep is to come out when everybody's gone to sleep, have a little look around the body or the rooms of the body and tell all the little workmen, right, she's sleeping or he's sleeping. Let's get rid of that debris. Let's clean all the activities. Let's recover this person. She's had an hour day or he's had an hour day and prepare him for the next day. Then you wake up the next day with the growth hormone flood in your body and you're like, ah, oh, that was a good sleep. If you've got cortisol present, hormones work as cousins, but they can't work in the same presence. It's like having a light switch on and off at the same time. You can't have it. One has got to be on and one's got to be off or vice versa. When you've got elevated cortisol, it produces sugar, as I said, because it's feeding of sugar. Yeah. Sugar releases insulin because you can't have too much sugar in the blood because insulin has to constantly clear the blood level to keep your blood uh, level at a consistency where you're not stressing the heart. And that insulin will stop the production of growth hormone while you're sleeping. So now you might have a day where you've got a real, real strenuous day. You wake up the next morning and think, oh, my God, I'm so tired. I haven't slept. It's a lack of the growth hormone. Now, imagine that over mm -hmm. the period of a month or some people who have gone into fibromyalgia, um, which is a serious state of um, chronic fatigue. Um, imagine that for months with that unrecovery. So this is what we the sleep patterns. So we look at, again, the gut bacteria. Uh, now, a lot of people are giving um, serotonin um, inhibitors, uh, antidepressants, which actually kill the bacteria that produce serotonin in the gut, which is one wow. of the things I'm passionate about, uh, getting people to be aware of it with what's going on with medicines, you know. Um, mm. So um, they'd actually lower in their ability to sleep anyway, because um, they, these gut bacteria produce um, substances called GABA. Um, gamma aminobutyric acid, which is a precursor to serotonin and melatonin, which you need to go to sleep. But if you're wiping these gut bacteria out, your hormone ability for release because of the lack of these bacteria is, is negated, you know. So we look at the bacteria again in the gut and making sure that they get the right foods to stimulate the right hormones at the right time of day, your circadian rhythm. Wow. And um, do people come to you and have a blood test or how does it work to no, check no. on your... I usually I usually check, um, they go and get their own blood tests. I read their blood yeah. tests and I advise them on the blood tests because right. I could never take blood and I pass out. <laughs> <laughs> I got a phobia about blood. <laughs> Honestly, uh, well, you did say you were from Merthyr and there was a lot of fisty fights going on there. So I'm sure you've experienced a lot of blood oh, in your time. But um... very honest to God, you can hit me in the nose. But do you know where they take the blood from the vein in the arm? Yeah. I don't know what it is. Um, I've only <laughs> got to see it on the telly and I'll go, oh. I can, <laughs> you, you can put a needle anywhere in my body, anywhere. I'll do it myself if I have to, but put it in the vein, in the in the elbow. And it's a no-no. So I could never take blood from people. I'd have, you know, I'd be missing. I'd be like this all the time, you know. <laughs> so that's, that's the year old, you know.
<laughs> and get well, advice. Yeah, well, I guess we've all got our unique gifts and talents. And I like the way that you mentioned that your um, products help your body to do the natural work that they do. So yeah. over the years, um, as an aromatherapist, I've always said, that with the aromatherapy blends, you know, that I'd give them to put on their body, I'd say they, they're like the key to opening up the cells and giving the cells a kick up the backside and saying, go out and do the work you're supposed to be doing. That's right. Um, yeah. And all aromatherapy oils are good for um, the immune system and antibacterial as well. Yeah. And because you mentioned the immune system and through, you know, we've had two years and, you know, the virus is still around. Um, lots of people here in Australia recently I've um, been talking to have been um, self-isolating because they've had COVID. Yeah. Um, what what um, regime then, for example, have you been giving to people about um, their immune system to improve um. it? Well, a lot of my work is switched from natural, you know, normal clients to vaccine injured yeah. at the moment. Um, and I mean, it's 95% oh, okay. of my work. Um, and that's based on the information that's come out all over the world by scientific labs, you know. So it's not my research. It's, it's genuine peer-reviewed papers that have found some of the particles that's in these vaccines, graphene oxide and stuff, um, the, the lipid nanoparticle, the spike protein. Um, because all cells... Uh, let me explain this. All, everything that you are and everybody, everything that somebody's looking at you and me now is a combination of yeah. cells. Okay. So cells make tissues, tissues make organs, organs make systems, systems provide energy. They're covered with the skin and the skeleton, and that's us. Um, but toxicity at the cellular level, which is what I teach, everything happens at the cellular level. So if somebody says, I got an headache or my bones are aching, it's your bone cells are aching. Okay. At the microscopic mm -hmm. cell. If somebody says, I got, you know, um, bad blood or something, it's blood cells. So um, that's the most important thing. So we look at that and we try to treat that and, and see what's in these blood tests. And we deal with um, the clotting from the vaccines, you know, uh, to get the blood yeah. consistency right. Um, normal people, again, we alkalize the body. And if they did, if they were to get, so we look at the fact that the body needs to be alkaline, first of all, again, okay? Because if, yeah. if they got sick, whatever was keeping them from being sick has gone astray and they've been inundated. So we always look to make sure that the mitochondria, which are one of the organelles that reside inside the cell, that take the air that you breathe and the glucose and they, they call this uh, oxidative phosphorylation or uh, cellular respiration, big posh words, but they produce the energy of the cell. So mm. let's just imagine that it's uh, a liver, okay? So you've got, you've got liver yeah. cells. And in, within them cells, you've got the mitochondria, which is one of the organelles. There's lots of organelles. They all perform different roles. So just to keep the math simple, imagine that the liver, one liver cell has 10 mitochondria, and they all produce energy 100%. Now, because all the cells in your body are surrounded by a fat membrane, it's called a phospholipid bilayer, very scientific, I know, but just means two layers of saturated fat around the cell. All toxins that we know of today are fat-soluble, mercury, aluminium. So that means they're able to dissolve in the fat membrane of the cell. So if you can imagine mm. that under normal conditions, now that cell, the mitochondria is taking glucose from the blood, oxygen from the, from the blood as well that you breathe it in, and it's converted in, into energy, and all them 10 mitochondria are producing 100% energy. Now all of a sudden, you get a little bit of mercury or whatever the toxin is, sits on that fat membrane, and it's blocking the absorption, it's slowing down the rate of absorption to that cell. So you might decron, yeah, just one out of the 10, might go from 100% down to 90, 80, 50. 
over the course of a couple of days, you think, oh, I'm a little bit off my game today. I'm not as fully energetic as I feel. Over time, that mitochondria might go down to zero. Then the next one might drop until you've got 10 mitochondria that are not functioning. Now, then mitochondria, if they're a liver cell, uh, making up a liver, that's going to impact the liver and the function of the liver because the cells are not performing as liver cells. So that's mm -hmm. what I call chronic fatigue. Now, when them cells die, they suffocate like any cell would do. They go black. Now, in my opinion, what I found when they talk about cancer being um, uh, a disease, I think it's a symptom, I believe, because when you look at that, it's a symptom of toxicity. You've got a black mass of, of, of cells that are still part of the liver, but don't function as a liver. Now, if all the liver were to die, that's a tumor, then you've got a cancer. Okay, that's, that's the end result of toxicity, the worst case, right from top to bottom down the ladder, which is what I try to teach. So that's another subject I've kind of gone off on a tangent on. But to give you an example of what toxins can do at the cellular level, you know, it's the same with LD illness and even COVID. It's a slight impedation of that uh, cell at the cellular level and the workings. So that's what we treat. You know, we get the mitochondria respirating properly first because and yeah. I drain the body. So, so for example, because you mentioned cancer and tumors and it's just a disease or symptom. Yeah. Um, when a person gets diagnosed with um, cancer of whichever organ, yeah. um, what 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 recommendations do you do with your products? Well, the first thing is that I give them the research um, and a lot of the proof. This is difficult and probably be difficult for a lot of people watching this to understand a lot of real research has been buried because you've only got three mm. treatments for cancer. So I give them the real research and um, teach them about cancer. Now, cancer, a cancer cell will only feed on glucose. It takes up 15 times the glucose than the normal cell will do. So like any mm -hmm. cells, you self-included, if you didn't eat for a month, you're going to be seriously unwell. If you didn't eat for two months, you probably die. It's the same for a cancer cell. If you starve it of the sugar, it can't progress. Now, when a cancer cell um, invades a cell that takes over, it becomes acidic. So if you know anything about a little bit of chemistry, acidic cells can't absorb oxygen. So they stop the oxygen supply of it. So we, we look at alkalizing the body, cutting out the glucose, introducing alkalization, in, uh, reducing the acidity, stopping everything that the cancer's environment can thrive in, or the cell of the, the cancer. Mm. Um, now, going back to the mitochondria that takes the glucose and the, the oxygen, one of the mitochondria's main roles in the body or in within the cell is to oversee the life of that cell. Um, and as you know, every cell in your body will divide and replicate and make new cells. Like blood cells are made every couple of days in the millions. Mm -hmm. That process of breakdown and renewal is only dependent on the mitochondria. It's like the guardian of the cell. You would look around the cell thinking, I'm coming to the end of my shelf life. And it goes through a process of what is called natural cell suicide, apoptosis. So it kills that cell naturally. Uh, causing mm. the white blood cells to engulf it all, takes what it can do for renewal, and there's nothing left in the body visibly. That's a natural cell process, and you get new cells. When you've got a cancerous, when you've lost the function of the mitochondria, that process of renewal is shut off. So this is why these cells mm. can divide and replicate out of control, because they're not being shut off by the mitochondria. Now, obviously, we have to introduce certain things that can switch back on the mitochondria if we can, or stop it at that stage, you know. So um, there's a lot mm. of treatments that are done with people. We've had great success as well. Um, yeah. But obviously, uh, people are so scared and indoctrinated, you know, when they are chemotherapy, radiotherapy, uh, as the only options. Um, I seen a thing yeah. the other day with outrage. It, this outraged me. I got to say it. We looked at cancer research. I think it was inaugurated in 1982, where the chances of cancer were 1 in 87, all that years back. 
And fast wow. forward, yeah, 187. So if you broke that down to 150, that's 20 people in a thousand. Fast forward 42, 43 years where they say together we will beat cancer with all our research and all the money that's gone into them, which are billions. And that was yeah. one in two. One in two people. So wow. you, have to, yeah, you have to ask yourself, well, what research are you doing? Because they say and together yeah. we'll beat cancer. But at the rate they are doing the research, give it another five years, it'll be one in one. So mm. but you can see my neck yeah, going white now, can you? <laughs> so you can see the mirror can... boy coming. Yeah. Yeah, well, I can understand your rage and your passion as well, you know, for getting people the correct education and information out there so yeah. they can ha they can then make their own informed choice. It's all about course, knowing, yeah. being well-educated, and then it's up to the person, you know, which um, avenue that they take because there's, um, you know, many people that um have similar views to you and doing similar research and putting the yeah. word out there yeah. so um going back to your products because we discussed the um i just know from traveling that obesity um is a problem yeah. and i know worldwide like malnutrition you know under eating overeating or mainly not been educated a lot of people have junk food yeah. and um you're emotionally eating and the quality of the food i found in my travels is not as good as what it used to be you know especially no. the vegetables they go yeah. off so quickly what, what's your take on that um it's, it's frightening um because i think that the food industry or the companies behind the food industry um, the yeah. practically the same companies running the pharmaceutical and the medical companies you know mm. sugar is the number one toxin in the world believe it or not yeah. not the chemicals sugar is the number one toxin it's anti-nutrient for one so when you're eating processed sugars you're not absorbing magnesium you're not absorbing zinc um, mm. it feeds the path about uh, pathogenic bacteria as i said but you're right it's, it's got to be a, a meticulous life choice because it if, if it's such an abundance of these sugars and processed foods like table salt, for example. Now, normal salt, like uh, Himalayan or Celtic sea salt, will have uh, 100 and 204 minerals in it that uh, mm. do all the magic in the body. Processed salt has had all them uh, minerals removed and it's just left with sodium and chloride. And believe mm. it or not, if you took sodium chloride and injected it in the bloodstream, directly in the bloodstream, it can poison you, it can kill you. You know, wow. so... This is what we find with processed foods. There's no nutrient content in them. There's nothing in the body that the body can use because a lot of these foods are energy foods. Now, we can get energy from fats and proteins, but the body is a structure and the cells are structure. Mm -hmm. They are protein and fats, and they need that structure to rebuild, renew, and to function as a structure. When you're giving them sugars, you're just giving energy for them structures that can't be built into that structure, so to speak. So you find that yeah. obesity with people who don't eat enough protein. Um, all your systems of your body combined together will burn a certain amount of calories over the course of a day. That's your metabolic process. So say, for example, Beverly, I said to you, um, I want you to lie still now for 24 hours. Try not to move, try not to blink, but you've got to lie there. Your body will say hypothetically will burn 2,500 calories over 24 hours. Now that's wow. without the exercise. Most people aren't eating them calories, so they're just getting them from sugar. So they're not active, but they're eating energy foods. You're giving the body energy when it's not even active. 
So all that energy then has to be stored because it's sugar. It can't stay in the blood. The blood has to be cleared. It's stored in the muscles of the liver, but predominantly in the fat cells. Okay. Um, yeah. And then the second biggest user of a burner of calories is your muscular system, your skeletal system as well. Okay. Because your muscles move yeah. and they give up energy. So if the body doesn't have enough protein to support that or maintain that muscular system, it slows the metabolism down to compensate for the lack of energy. So it shuts all the systems down. So, for example, if you're only giving it 1,500 calories out of 2,005, your body is now slowed down just to work at 1,500 calories. So you're already in a stressful state because the body's made that adjustment but knows I'm now stressed. You start producing stress hormones, as we just talked about, and all the effects of cortisol. It's the mm. same with, with sugar because the sugar is burning at the cellular level and leaving acid. It's not just the acid, it's the stress the body perceives because it, it's in charge of everything and starts producing stress hormones. So that produces more sugar, you spiral down, that produces more stress, produces more sugar, you spiral down further. Fibromyalgia, end product, cancerous cells or toxic, toxic cells, you know, at the worst case, at the bottom of the ladder. So obesity, as you say, so foods have to be a food choice. They have to be sourced. A little bit of work on everybody's part to go and get them to make sure that there's nothing on them, you know, that they're mm -hmm. local farmers and uh, produce. Uh, and you don't have to have a, a wide variety. Like, like just take eggs. Eggs are one of the best protein sources, best cholesterol sources and sources of omegas that you can get on the planet, you know. And you can mm -hmm. grow your own eggs if you, you know, want a little bit of land. So you, you, yeah. at least you're guaranteed that, a little a vegetable patch, cover it over so you're not subjected to toxins in a pin. Um, yeah. But it's too easy these days for people to just go to the fridge and eat when they want to. Um, and that in yeah. itself is a problem because your digestive system is like a car engine. It needs to be shut off now and again. It just needs to absorb the food and have a break. But it's continuously mm. dig uh, diluting its digestive enzymes, um, absorbing the food that we Even a biscuit will produce the same digestive juice as a cooked dinner. You know, oh my god, so this is a yeah. lot of you know. I, I try to teach this, you can see the scope of the masterclass I'm doing. You know, oh, so, yeah, yeah, it's a, ba it's, um, it's a battle, it is a battle. I can imagine because, um, we're living in a world where people just want a quick fix, yeah, and you know, you can give them the evidence, and yeah. that's why I said it's up to them which pathway they go down, which choice that they. Yeah then decide to take you yeah. know because a lot of time people know things are very unhealthy and I think you know from my experience um treating all people with all backgrounds race creed, creed age so forth um they have to want to change but a lot yes, of people yeah. get rock bottom so it's like when they break down you know then they're looking you know they come in to seek, you know, how how can I remedy this instead of working on prevention to yeah. live their optimal best? Yeah. And um, yeah, so I'll just ask you um, a very quick couple of questions because you mentioned Celtic salts and it's funny because yes. I've been staying with someone in Byron Bay and she swears by them. She puts a quarter of a teaspoon every day first yeah. drink of the day in a cup of warm water. She said they're much better than Himalayan salts because they've um, got more minerals. Yeah, What's yeah. your take on that? Yeah, they, they've got, uh, I think it's about six more minerals, um, which isn't a massive amount when you consider that 
the minerals that are missing you can get from leafy vegetables, you know. But the difference is yeah. they're quite expensive. They're quite expensive compared to similar um, Himalayan salt. I think it's about thirteen pound difference. Um, yeah. But vitally important because I one of the one of the biggest things I try to get people and I, before I even give them a product, and many people phone me up for help and they think, well, just do this. You don't want no money. You don't want, uh, not selling me a product. No, drink water. Eighty mm. to ninety percent of all the illnesses, especially toxin accumulation, because when you've got a, an hydrated cell, toxins are yeah. removed 18, 18 times quicker. When you've got a dehydrated type, a cell, 18 times slower. So you can imagine the effect it's having on the cell. But people drink a lot of water. Now, you've got the minerals in the body, like potassium, magnesium, phosphorus, um, and they all work um, as electrolytes in the in the body. So they draw minerals into the cell and, and excrete out. It's like a positive and negative battery, you know? Um, yeah. But plain water tends to flush minerals out of the body. So people drink in, say, I'm drinking 8 to 10 pints of water a day, clean water, unless it's mineral water, of course, but it tends to be tap water or, you know, um, bottled water which you can't count on these days they flush these minerals yeah. out so the best way to hydrate the body is with a pinch of that rock salt only one little rock in each glass which i recommend eight to ten glasses of water a day even in winter conditions a little bit more because you actually mm. dehydrate more in the winter because your body's trying to keep you warm you know um and, yeah. and that's the surest way to um to use these rock salts and hydrate the body and you'll find that even back pain can be remedied by hydration you know it's a massive wow. thing that everybody fails to address, you know, before they look at taking supplements even. Yeah. I, all, all because I, of themselves. That's amazing because I know the effect of um, magnesium, you know, for sleep and tight yeah. calf muscles because we've been walking so much and different things. Yeah. And um, do, are your products suitable for children or teenagers? Yes, yes we've got two children, uh, infant products, um, um, gut formula for children. We've got Key Kids, which is an immune formula. Um, I'm working on some other ones. But usually with, I, I don't mean to be derogative in any shape or form, but usually when I'm talking to um, uh, people about their children, they tend to do for their children what they want to do for themselves. So when I say to someone, you don't need supplements, you need good food, and these are the good four sources, all right. So, you know, other companies would mm -hmm. say, oh, buy my products. No, it's not about that for me. I, I thrive on getting people well and that message because what I'm trying to do, Beverly, is if you've got 100 people that get well in a certain town, then that becomes a 1,000. And then mm. people start looking and thinking, what's going on in this town? How are so many people getting well? You what? Then that's what I'm trying to do. It's not about the finances. I don't, you know, you never see a Rolex on my hand. Yeah. I can't even afford a tire for a car. Um, oh. so, so, <laughs> but, so that's what I teach, you know. But for children, I, I try to instill, but we have got products, obviously, because I know that not everybody can eat or afford foods these days, you know. Um, yeah. But I try to get the parents will tend to buy for their children what they won't buy for themselves, you know. So it's always yeah. my first protocol is is feed the child properly and try to reduce the sugars or at least increase the fiber that slows down the absorption of the sugar in the blood so you don't get that insulin response, you know, because yeah. it's detrimental, especially at a young age. Oh, that's wonderful. And I think, you know, um, children are our future. So, you know, Definitely. we need to educate them or educate the mothers so the yeah. children can bring forth a new energy. And um, if there was one thing you could do to change the world, what would it be? Make pharmaceutical companies disappear. <laughs> get rid of all, get rid of all the, I think there's 250,000 medicines 
on the market today, and not one of them cures an illness, just treats a symptom. I would, if I could do one thing, I'd have everybody follow my masterclass for a year. And if they didn't work, then they could go back to pharmaceutical. Just, just, just listen to real, just do the, don't believe it. Your mother used to say, listen to what you hear and only believe off. Okay. Yeah. Modern food, real healing has been, yes, since we've been born, you know. I know uh, men died younger as warriors in the, in the early days of Romans and everything. Hmm. But you didn't have all the illnesses that we got today, you know. When you look, when you go back 100 years, we didn't have all these illnesses, a fraction of them. And yeah. the, only, the only thing that's occurred is, like, um, I've done this in university. When, the, when the, the Second World War ended and everybody was hmm. making love again, all families come together, we had a baby boom. Because of the rise in populations, people, uh, farmers were designated more land because they had to produce more food. Well, of course, to yeah. keep that food going, there was um, pesticides, herbicides, fungicides, and all the other additives to the crops. And there's a, a, a line all the way up to now with the, the amount of mm. the toxins added, the amount of illnesses we got. You know, you'll yeah. be convinced by by very clever media and, and uh, corrupt media then, if I may say it, that, that's not the case. It is the case. Toxins are the reason everybody's getting sick. And they were deliberately given toxins. In them. A lot of the foods out there, sugar is a toxin, but it's an addictive mm. toxin. It's so nice, you know. I eat sugar now yeah. and again, but I eat it where my body can deal with it, you know. So, you know, it's yeah. hard to get away from. But it was my advice would be just think twice. When you pick something up, just have a look at it, think twice. And start thinking, it doesn't... You, just give your body what it needs and the body will do it for you. There's no miracle cure. There's no miracle company. There's no miracle drug. Your body's the miracle. And the body just needs what it needs yeah. as it always has done. Otherwise, you would die at birth if it wasn't capable of doing stuff, you know. Just give it what it needs, you know. Yeah. That's my message. Wow, that's, oh, that's a wonderful message, Kirk. I just want to thank you for giving up your precious time and yeah. for all you are and all you do and making our world a better place to live in. So oh, thank you very welcome. much. It's lovely to meet you, Beverly. Thank you very much. And thank you, everybody watching this.